thank you for coming to another episode of Freddy's World. Y'all know who it is. It's me. Got my guy Big J. You know he did my first episode, BS. We back, we back. And we also got Ziggy behind us. Yes, sir. So go ahead and talk your shit, promote your shit, man. Hey, man. Welcome, welcome, man. We love Freddy's World. This is the Biggie and Ziggy Music Cafe. Uh, doing a collab with Freddy's World, so it's appreciative to uh, for us to be here. You can catch us on uh, Facebook Live as well as uh, Station Head, which is a platform that allows you to be your own radio show or talk show host. Uh, so check us out. It's Station Head, absolutely free. So if you have an uh, iPhone, iOS, you download it, and then you look us up and you follow us on all platforms at bzmc Twenty. 20. That's right. So we on IG, we on Twitter. That's BZMC2020. You did? Boom. Follow these guys. I'm very proud of both these hardworking brothers, you know. Likewise. Likewise. Biggie and Ziggy's Music Cafe where they um they give they show the um Minnesota music scene love, man. You I know? mean from everybody, you know. They don't they don't play like the Kendrick Lamar. It's all homegrown talent. That's it. You know. So our goal is for the show is that we speak on current events as well as um, uh, what well, word I'm looking for just escaped my mind. Uh, uh, anyway, we, we speak current events as well as oh, social commentary just to kind of uh, engage our, our audience of all spectrums. So no conversation or no uh Situation is untapped or is taboo, I should say. We tap into everything. But the second bang focus of the show is that we play a lot of indie artists. So all indie artists, we don't play one lick of a signed uh, artist. Some may be signed to like an independent uh, record company. But most and foremost, we're not playing any major uh, mainstream artists, all indie. So we've had Just Will, Mac Irv, um... Just to do all of our Minnesota people, we're also doing. Who else did we have on uh, playing on the show? Karaya Brene playing on the same uh, on the show. Sharde uh, playing on the show. These are all Minnesota uh, acts, and the talent that these guys have is uh, unrenounced. What I love best is it's almost replacing my love for mainstream artists. I'm still have my top five, my few favorites, but now my new favorites are being like your homeboy. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Gabe, Gabe, there you go. That, that true single is, is dope, man. Gabe is a beast. Shout out brother. to Gabe. He's in town too, man. Shout so. out to Gabe. Shout out to you. Had Mike Smooth on yesterday. Yes, we had Mike Smooth come through, uh, and and he dropped and debuted face to face. Face to face. I don't is know if we talked to you about. Yes, that. we talked about face to face. He yes. debuted that show. He debuted nice. it on our show a couple weeks back. Uh, he, he hopped in on the Biggie and Ziggy Music Cafe, okay. and he was like, bro, I just dropped Face to Face. Y'all going to love it. And then what we did was I said, send it over. He had it on YouTube up. We played it twice. It was a killer. I honestly forget when it's in rotation on my music or on my playlist. It come on. I'm like, damn, who was this? This is Sound quality, and then I'm like, oh my nigga, Mike Smooth. Yeah, baby, make real baby making music, right? Yes, here. that yes, real taking it, taking it back to the Teddy P. Hey, no, preg- <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna start coining this for this phrase, pregnation. That's pregnation. It it's preg- pregnation. You listen to that, you bound to get pregnant. Yeah, I'm nobody sorry. pulling out. Pregnation, 2021. I'm telling. I'm face, to face. <laughs> face to face with that ass. Especially with some quarantine, there are probably some pregnation going on right now. You know, those quarantines, babies. And shout out to Mac Irv. Mac 
Love that guy, and I am in his new video coming up. I just got done filming. I don't want to give too much details, but I'll be back finishing up my scene tomorrow around noon. That's what's up. But I just want to give him and his crew again just a quick shout-out and just say thank you for the opportunity. Oh, big shout-out to Just Will. Just Will uh, just got his... Uh, versus so next week twelve eighteen Friday he will be doing a versus with uh, something songs or something sings uh, both Minnesota artists we just had a, our first versus uh, not we but Minnesota itself mm-hmm. just had his ver- first verses yesterday with uh, a couple guys I can't think of their names right now excuse it blame it on my uh, my mind not my heart I'm, I'm totally enwrapped in it engulfed in it I just you know forgot. But uh, shout out to my boy Just Will. He's doing a, a versus okay. next week. Okay, I definitely got to check him out. I, I mean, I heard some of his stuff on your show, but I'm not too familiar with him. Man, check so. him out. I asked who that's who should link up. We got to start linking them up too. Just make it happen. Put them in each other's DMs and uh, pause. Uh, but have Mike Smooth and Just Will do a collabo because that'd be yeah. Look, Gabe killed that one. I don't, I'm sorry. Yeah, that is the top. Echelons of features. My man Gabe came in with that feature on that. Yeah, shout out to Gabe and shout out to Sirocco too. He's doing music as well. Even even though I didn't get a chance to be in that video, but it's all good. But I, I love you. I love you, man. I love you. I just wanted to just get my Dame Dash on. I, I didn't want to do too much, you know. Just kind of get the little Dame Dash shoulder in, you know. Man, you know. So um, what we got going on, man? I mean, it's just. Just a lot of shit happening, you know, current events. That's it, man. So the show, uh, like I said, it was based around the the love of music for myself as well as Ziggy. And uh, him and I have been friends for over a decade, right? So we've always had the conversation of best MCs, best artists, best this, best that. And then um, right before the pandemic hit, we were thinking like, man, we should really hop into doing the show. I've been thinking of doing this podcast. I started my own podcast, which is called Best Podcast. So check that out if you ever guys get a chance. It's Being Empowered starts today. It's on all streaming platforms. Look it up. It's B.E.S.T. Podcast. Best Podcast. And uh, so when I started mine, I spoke to, to Ziggy. I go, man, we should start something that you know allows us to get our ideas out about how we feel about music and this this brainchild of ours birthed itself we figured out a name Biggie and Ziggy Music Cafe and man we've been running ever since and I think as time goes we we add new elements like first it was just us in a room talking on Facebook live and then it moved to where our platform is on Spreaker where it's now an actual podcast and then I found this application called Station Hit. Once again, a dope, dope Station Hit. I mean, uh, a dope app. Because yeah. I've always wanted to be in radio. So this is not hard for me to do. Uh, and when I found that app, I go, I can play the music that I want. As long as they have it through Apple or Spotify. And then we can incorporate conversation through it. I can bring people up. You can stay in the chat. However you really want to oh, uh, wow. communicate back. Um, it's cool because they like, say, for instance, um, if I want to do a drawing and then I want to bring someone up, just like how you hear on your local radio station, I can do that. The fifth person to put uh, token inside of the chat wins, and then I'll pull them up on the show and then let them know what they want or just have a conversation with them. So it, it's it's a real radio station. So when I heard, uh, what is that, Go 95 mm-hmm. was, was shut down. I, 
I wasn't sad. Like, I was sad that people lost their job. Like, that sucks. But then I'm like, well, start to tune into the Big Ziggy Music Cafe. We yeah. play the music y'all want to hear anyway. If, if it is a big push and you want to hear uh, your, your regular artist that's already made it cool. But if not, we're playing Jay Plaza. Right, yeah. we're playing the people that you you know, and they've been asking you to listen to their stuff in the first place. So that's kind of where it came from. And, and I like that alternative because I'm not gonna lie, I feel like majority of the radio stations here in Minneapolis, in Minnesota are trash. I mean, right. it, they play the they play the same shit over and over. Like, Every hour you hear the same song, nothing man, new. That's why I mean. That's why when I get in the car, if I'm not listening to a podcast, I'm listening to some on Spotify, Apple. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I can't, I can't, I can't stand the Minnesota radio stations. I mean. They, they don't. They really don't play the music that I like. I mean, I don't want to hear the same artist right. every fucking hour, right? You know? And then the thing is, is about playlists. Like, it's cool to have curators and people that set up playlists on Apple, on Spotify. But how often are you really jumping into those playlists, mm-hmm. right? It, it doesn't. You, a lot of people don't do it. So what's nice is, is we bring you a whole show that's two hours long that's going to give you good music, but also good dialogue. So. If you here's the best part, and I don't think a lot of people know it, and I and I try to stress this: if you disagree with what we're saying, or you have another opinion, call like hit me in the chat and say you want to come up, and I can have you up in a second. Yeah, that, and that's like the best part about I, the whole show look, because we just get everybody everybody's different opinion. Because we can say he can say something that I can disagree with, and someone else can say something that they can disagree with, and then somebody was just like, "Yo, let me throw let me throw my opinion." And yeah, just jump right on, and that's the that makes the show stand out even more. So it's just like hearing like different different people back that come from different backgrounds that just have a lot to say, and then you just want to get a, a broader aspect of what what we're talking about as far as our social commentary goes. So yeah, I, I, that's the beauty. That's the best part about our show. You know? So I got a question for you. What's the what's the motivation of the of your show? Like, what keeps you guys going? To do the show, like, wake up, I got to do this show. Like, what's the motivation behind it? Well, for me, at least, it's, it's seeing the work. It's seeing what's being published. It's seeing what's out there. And us having that platform and, and getting the the light for the indie artists. So when I say this, and I'm, and I'm, on, I'm in all of these groups where there's indie artists from each state that have these groups on Facebook. I'm in every single, almost every single, I feel like every single one of them, I should say that. But it's to get that indie artist out. It's to give them a platform where they can play their music and they can uh, really get to shine, right? I've already had a few people that I've had conversations with that they were excited to be a part of it and had a music play so other people can hear it because all they have is the, the small community that they're in. But when they found out they're, they're now being tapped into Minnesota, they're now being tapped into uh, uh, Virginia. I got We got guys in Virginia. We got guys in... Uh, San Diego, we got guys in Boston. Like our car, man, oh, so sorry about that. Big, big, big shout out to C4 the Bad Wolf, uh, which is our other co host. Uh, he couldn't make it because he's in Boston, and we just didn't really have the time to figure out the logistics of getting him onto the show as well. Yeah, big shout out to Tip. Also. Big shout out to Tip uh, as well. Those are, those are our other two uh, that help us out. But it's also the fact that we get to talk about what we want. So that's another thriving point of, bro, we're not we're not censored about nothing. We speak our mind about everything. And then what we don't know or what we sound like we, we, we're not educated about, we try to bring people on to have that dialogue with us. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's for me. What about you, Ziggy? For me, it's more. It's, I get I get more of a joy from the reaction the day before. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I love when people walk up to either Biggie or myself or C4 or anybody, and then they or just send a message just to be like, yo, hey, we enjoyed the show. Like, man, I love I love y'all energy and this and that, and it it makes me feel good because at some at some point somebody needed to hear something. That we were publishing, you know, and that that brings the best, the most joy out of it. You know, um, when we do our social commentary, again, a lot of our social commentary, like we'll talk about something, then we'll go right into it. Some of it, it, it again, it's all on the fly. A lot of it is it's gonna be raw. Some people may like what we're saying, some people may not, you know. But the best part about it is we don't like, like you said, we don't censor ourselves. We just go, we just go right into it, and then we. Sometimes we'll crack jokes about certain things. Sometimes we won't, but we just love we just love the interaction with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reactions, just the outpouring love of people just just to sit back and just listen to what we're saying for two hours in the day of our show. Maybe an hour and a half, depending on what's going on. Oh man, the other thing that made me think about answer more of that question to add on to it is the engagement. Right? So we are live, kinda like we are here yep. on on YouTube. The, the process that I go through, it's a, it's a um, platform, not platform, but it's a, uh, a system I use. It's yeah. called uh, Stream uh, StreamYard. Okay. So StreamYard allows you to stream on several platforms at the same time. Okay. I have a YouTube. I haven't finished like fine-tuning it to get to go live on it yet, uh, but I, we will be having that uh, soon. So we will be streaming live from Facebook, Station Head, and YouTube. So you'll be able to find us on all three of those platforms at the same time. So you know what I'm saying? You'll always yeah. be able to get a look at us. But what's so cool is, is to be able to have that dialogue and then bring up the conversation that people are, are putting in the chat. So like when you hop on, once again, thank you very much for engaging with us. When you hop on, I bring your name right up, man. Freddie said, what up, though? Yeah. And then we, you know what I'm saying, we give a big shout out at that moment. So that's always fun to actually have that commentary with people right away instead yes. of uh instead of going back into the comments, comments. and watching yeah. it later so um we go switch gears effects and we go we go we go talk some shit and do some bullshitting <laughs> because we're all football fans in this room yeah, and we 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 all like three different teams oh my gosh but two of these teams <laughs> in this house has won a super bowl that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> Hey, I'm saying, hey, you guys, you guys did beat my Bears, Vikes. You know, I mean, I salute, but I'm still riding that '85 Super Bowl train, baby. Yeah, said, I'm refrigerator Perry, <laughs> Jim McMahon doing coke on the sideline, like shit, man. <laughs> come hey. put me in, dick. I just need to do one more line, one more line. Hey, you ready, ready? Hey, my time has come. I'm telling you right now. Hey, all my Vikings fans, our time is coming. Bruh, you said that for the last <laughs> decade each year. My time is coming. But y'all choke every time in the NFC Championship. But we won, though. <laughs> I don't care. Call me the History Channel. We won, though. Okay. And this is what, and this is what, within two, the last years, decade. This is in the last decade. In less, I, than, less than 10 years, bro. Oh, okay. And what, what have y'all done since? Aaron Rodgers, Mike. I, I said we won it this year, to be honest yeah. with you. I'm just, I, hey, my team ain't looking too hot, man. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, y'all but put, y'all put your uh, Trubisky, Trubisky back. In, yeah, man. I know. I, I, I mean, we we turned down fucking Mahomes and and we tr- we traded up. To, yeah, I'm I'm over it. Hey, but, just 
Just fire Nagy. Besides, yeah. besides Brett Favre, besides Aaron Rodgers, Trubisky and Cutler are the second and third best Packer quarterbacks ever. To oh play. yeah, you get Cutler, <laughs> Cutler threw you motherfuckers interceptions. Yeah. Like it got to the point when Cutler played when the Bears played the Packers with Cutler at the quarterback. It's like we he threw six interceptions. We're like that, that's normal. That's normal. We're completion. Like, normal. Those is completion. Like set like seven interceptions. Oh shit. No. Now I do I do want to bring this up because I said this in a Vikings group and people hated it. So they were talking about Justin Jeffries. He's killing it, you know. Killing. And they were like, I can't Sorry. wait. I, they were like, I can't wait for him to bring us a Super Bowl. I'm like, don't y'all know how this deal going to go? This is a Minnesota team. Mm-mm. He's going to get pissed and he will. he's going to leave. <laughs> Something's going to happen where he's going to leave. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be, it, I'm, I'm sitting close. He's going to win rookie of the year this year. But I feel like a lot of Vikings fans, like myself, some of them are very far-fetched in the thinking as far as like, Oh, we get this guy and he's just blowing up in one year. He's going to take us to the promised land. Yeah. No, we said that about what? Stefan Diggs. We said that about Moss. We said that about a lot. A, Brett Favre. a plethora of. Uh, Favre had to do was run five yards in the yep. 2009. I think I think Brett Favre was playing with a whole bunch of broken stuff because because uh, the Saints ain't do him right. They, uh-huh. that, they, I've never seen someone. He was short of getting stabbed and shot. And they wouldn't have called. He had all that time to run five yards, and he had clear, clear lane five yards, run out of bounds, kick the field goal, win the Super Bowl. Nine times out of ten, we probably would have smoked the Colts today. Typical Minnesota teams, man. Dropping the ball, man. Dropping the ball. This this is a Minnesota's a farm system when it comes to their teams, man. I mean, speaking of that, uh, shout out to bringing Ricky Rubio back. Today is the. the kickoff of the preseason. Yes, NBA. So Rubio's back in the city. You know what I'm saying? That's a big yes. move. It's a, it's a good move, but Timberwolves still not making a playoffs in the West. No, no. Nah. I, re, I, re, I don't know if it went through. I kind of stopped watching uh, NBA news after mm-hmm. the bubble and shit. But yeah. I know last time I was looking at it, it was whispers of uh, the big ticket buying or, or becoming a, either a, a, a owner. Yes. A part um, owner. That, of, that's uh, still up in the air right okay. now. They need but, to make that happen. Yes, yeah, so yeah, some needs to some needs to go because that will not only drive up ticket sales, right. but I think it's funny when you have people. You know how you sign up for stuff on Facebook about the Timberwolves just going to get it. Hey, do you want to put money in for season tickets? Mm-hmm. Hell no. Nah. No, I'm good. Hell no. Nah. 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 Oh, not only that, because I can't come to the game. And <laughs> second of all, I, they, that, that's not worthy of watching. They're not that good. No. I mean, once you got to me and personally to me, they should have kept building with Wiggins, and they should have figured something out with Towns. Time out, building with Wiggins. Yeah, I I felt like they should have kept trying to build with Wiggins and Towns. No, and figured it out. No, they should have kept Levine. Yeah, first of all, Levine. Yeah, Levine, man, he took a. We gave him up too easy. Yeah. Way too easy. I, I loved the Levine. I, I always thought Wiggins was trash, even in college. Because when you look in college, right. he went to Kansas City. Yeah. And that year, they really didn't play nobody. Nah. My, my thing is, my thing is what Wiggins was, was that we paid him all that money. And the first thing I said, first thing I said was, this is not good. Because he's already lazy as is. So, the fact that how he can be 6'7", or what, 6'7", 6'8", whatever, and have no type of skill whatsoever, just... It'd just be lazy, and you don't even do nothing. Where did he move to now? Where did he go? I can't he Golden State. State. Golden oh, State. Oh no, he has to work now. He but so 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 here's the question then, right? That, okay. that begs to ask the question: Was it him, 
or was it the administration? Oh, it because because if you're saying that he's working now and he looks good, they're they're giving him accreditation out there in, in Golden State. But y'all just called him sorry here. No, he was he was sorry. He was. I thought he was sorry in college. Yeah, you did yeah. just say that. You yeah, I thought he was that. sorry in college. But now he's in Golden. I mean, he's in Golden State, but he's not. His, his insecure. Not want to say insecurities, but it's going to be a little bit more hidden mm-hmm. because he's been playing with Curry. He's playing with Draymond. He's playing. Um, I mean, they're stacked. They're playing with the wise men. You know. Yeah. I mean. And then you added that in fact of Steve Kerr because Steve Kerr's a no nonsense coach. Yeah, that's right. It's just like you have to play. But yeah, I think the second biggest loss for them guys is when when Jimmy Butler lost. So Jimmy Buckets leaving was a terrible move too. I know Jimmy yeah. didn't want to be here, but as you can see, Jimmy didn't. Everywhere Jimmy went, he didn't took them to the highest level that that team can go to. He was the reason the Timberwolves made the playoffs that year. And, and then he, he goes to Miami the uh, yeah. the following year after Chicago. So what he left here and then went to Chicago, right? No, he was uh, Chicago. Came, came here, here right? went to Philly, yep. then went to Houston. But see, Minnesota fans, especially Timberwolves fans, are so fucking delusional. I mean, they're like he was a cancer. Like, no, he was, he wanted to win, and sometimes you got to bring the attitude. There, look at the documentary. Michael Jordan like yelled at people on his team. I'm not trying to say Jimmy Butler and Michael Jordan are in the same class because they're fucking not. But <laughs> just saying, he had that passion. Like, I want to fucking win. You guys got a butt's ass. And Towns and Wiggins, they were that whole team wasn't doing nothing but playing fucking Fortnite. No, that's it. Uh, see, that, but now that begs me. And just switching gears a bit. This is, and this begs. We're gonna talk about this on the Biggie and Ziggy Music Cafe, and we're gonna have our guy C for the Bad Wolf also tag in uh, at that time. So mm-hmm. make sure you guys go over there and watch that on Facebook Live Saturdays, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, and then Wednesdays from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. So check us out there. But I begs the question here: playing Fortnite, my mentality, and we're just been talking about it all. This is what I'm gonna say. Any and everybody born between the, the, the years of 75, 1975 to the year of 1989 are a special rare breed. Right. And right. the reason that I say that is because not only do we understand and know the, the, the meaning of hustle, grit and grind and get it out the mud, we're not lazy, right? Right. Because not only did we have to figure, I was telling my daughter this the other day uh, about how I had to play. Well, not only did we have to have imaginary friends and play if your friends wasn't yeah. around when you were little. By the time we got old enough, we then had to work with electronics, and we've been forever elevating or uh, evolving with electronics. Yeah. So that's the the mindset. So when you look at and you try to talk about Jordan's era uh, versus LeBron's era, all those type of things, the work and grind is so much harder because that's what we grew up with. We really didn't work. With co- like we did, but we didn't work with cohesiveness. Like yeah. we had to do it on our own. Oh yeah, that's true. So Jordan was like, "Fuck it, I got to do it on my own," and and bully these little niggas to get into really yeah. playing. When when you see LeBron, LeBron's roughly our age, a little younger, where he's like, "I need a whole team. We got to yeah. do this all together, right?" Yeah, they're not they're not fully tapping into their full potential because yeah. they rather do it with so many other people. Yes. And I think that's where we get lost at. And speaking of Wiggins, they get real lazy with it and don't want to put in their full untapped potential to do it. Quick little thing. I heard Shannon Sharp had um, a conversation with, with it wasn't Ingadawa. It was, uh, uh, fuck is his name? Played for the Wizards. He was with uh, the Wizards. Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert Arenas yeah. said that he was chilling with uh, 
what's his, uh, LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And he goes, what's so crazy is LeBron James never had to tap him to his full potential. He's like, he would have been even more of a beast if he had to do what his, like, what his, his body, this is a big dude, yeah. could actually do. He never had to tap in because he always had people around him yeah. to where he could slow down and go, all right, I'm not going to go full low. Yeah. That shit crazy as hell to me, man. Man. So that's why I will always say LeBron is a beast. LeBron would be, I, I, I seen a, a photo and they said LeBron, uh, LeBron the King, Kobe the Mamba, and Jordan the GOAT. I respectfully was like, that's it. End of all conversation. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly where it should be at. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. I mean, I mean, come being born in Gary, Indiana, we were close to Chicago, so nobody would never, never touch touch Jordan, man. I'm sorry. In my book, Kobe was about the closest to Jordan that I have seen. Rest in peace, Kobe. I miss you. I, I love you. Yeah. But that's about it. Like I have Jordan, Kobe, and a bunch of other motherfuckers. Right, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's it. it. Couple randoms. Couple randoms. It's like there's Lionel Richie and it's the shiny niggas in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it's like it's shiny like and a bunch of shiny niggas in the background. <laughs> but I, too I, hot to truck, <laughs> baby. You know, just. <laughs> but I, I really think I really think at the end of the day, man, where I was coming at with that story is that. We're starting to see a lot of people not want to work and grind for it. Like, if, if you just heard us when we started this episode, we spoke on, I don't know if we said it on, on tape or not, but yeah. we're going to say it. Come February, Freddie's, Freddie has been doing Freddie's World for a year, right? Yes. Not with the expectations that you should have been seeing something happen within that time span, but with the, the expectations, I'm doing it because I love it. This is your brainchild. Yes. This is your baby. The reward is you doing it. Anything else after that, being able to have 50-plus views in less than 24 hours, that's a major accomplishment in not being, you know what I'm saying, without any paid marketing. Think about that. 50 to 60 organic views in under uh, 24 hours without any paid advertisement. Just you saying, it's up. Yeah. People go listen. That's a big, big thing. I've been doing this for about a year now, too, and, and... they will want you to pay for shit like that. So your organic views are amazing, right? That's sugar on the top for you at this point. And that, and that goes the same way, and I don't want to speak for uh, Ziggy, but that goes for myself in the Biggie and Ziggy Music Cafe, yeah. is that the pure organic love that we get is dope. Like, yes. the, doing the show is the cake. Doing the mm-hmm. show and, and enjoying the music is the icing on it, right? But right. when I do get someone that notices me for the Biggie and Ziggy Music Cafe, mm-hmm. or that loves it, or sharing it, and, and we're in a community that that is helpful and thoughtful, yes, that's when the sprinkles come in. Yes. So when I do see those numbers rise throughout the day or throughout the week, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm if I looked at it and I see 500 views already for the week, and then by the time I start the second show or the next week's show, mm-hmm. I see we're at you know another 600, so 100 more views out of nowhere. Like, that shit is dope to me. Yeah. You know? And I'm not doing any paid advertisement. Yeah. So no one sees it, really, because of the algorithm. Like, you got to think about it, right? The algorithm is set up for when you post, it, it only shows the people that you just had conversations with inside of sharing, liking, mm-hmm. and being and being in front of them. Other than that, like, say if you got 1,300 friends. Okay. And you only talk to 60 of them. 
Yeah. You like like 60 or 70. It's only going to really show to that small percentage. The other 1,100 people are not going to see Freddy's World. Yeah. You feel me? Without paid advertisement. Yeah. But we are doing it to a point where we're able to, you know, you, you're getting that look, man. So salute to you. Thank you. Big um, one. Uh, my thing is, because I was talking to one of Mac Ir- Irv's homeboys when we were... And they asked how long I've been doing it. I said, it's not been, February would be a year. And I told them all the steps I made. And they were just like, man, that's major. I was like, yeah, because if you look at it, not too many podcasts last long. Because you get people that are, who's like, yeah, I'm going to do a podcast. They record one or two episodes. they like, I-, I didn't get enough listens, so I'm done. That's right. I'm done. I can't do this. Most podcasts only last four months. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Four months. Because people just like, I don't, ha- don't want to do it because... I, I'm not getting enough likes, or mm-hmm. people are not listening. Like hey, this is. Hey, oh. Let me chime in on that because I there was a point when we were doing our show. There was a point when I started going back and started listening to like our past content. I started that was one of my issues because I started thinking about that so much. But then I put it in myself and started asking, like me, I don't know how people like what they do on the like downtime. Like I pray. You know, mm-hmm. so I literally I sat back and asked God. I'm like, God, show me something. You know, and then as I'm looking at the content, and I'm just like, you know what? Even if if it was like two, three likes, that's still a win. That's mm-hmm. a win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your goal is to get as many likes the next the next time next time around. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what? How I look at it is, I don't really worry about likes at all. I just more I I'm more like the engagements, more like mm-hmm. the reactions. Of how people felt about the show. That's you right. Know? So yeah, I like that. Even even if you get if you get three likes the the first show and then you get five the next show, hey, you're still moving up. That's don't right. Stop! Don't stop because you're not getting the same amount of likes as the next podcast is getting. Yeah. Just work. Just keep working. Yeah. Keep yeah, and the and the podcasting is not easy, man. I mean, especially when you don't have no major corporation backing you or anything yeah, like that part. And so, like social media is that's when social media comes in and word of mouth, man. word of mouth so. and social media all day. So being on those platforms, man, and, and doing things like this collaboration. So obviously, the Biggie and Ziggy Music Cafe uh, Facebook page will be sharing this, uh, and and then that cross collaboration. Ain't nothing wrong with two podcasts or you know, two two of those shows linking up and doing the show. And that's why uh, it's an honor to be here and be a part of this because now knowing. That my man's been in four countries with his podcast, right? <laughs> Ric Flair, foe! Hit me, foe! Biggie and Ziggy Music Cafe will also now be in uh, four different countries as well. But what's so dope is, too, um, I, I so I don't know if you do this or not, and I think you do. When you're doing things of this nature and you're starting from the bottom, you want to make sure that you're in as many places that you can be as possible. So being in all these groups that are... Uh, niche uh, driven is important. So what I mean by that is I'm in several different unsigned artist groups, right? So there's just groups like in Memphis or Virginia, Detroit, Minneapolis, and there's so many local little groups that I just put myself into and I'm looking for artists. So, hey, here's the Biggie and Ziggy Music Cafe. We're looking for artists to play on our indie show yeah. that goes this day and this day. And then that's how we drive, you know, that those people over. Like, last week, we had a couple guys over. His name was Scotty B and P, P. Mula. 
okay. Moolah and Remy yeah. and Remy, and these kids are from from Chicago. Excuse me, I don't mean to say kids like that, but uh, they were from Chicago and they brought over good music. But not only that, I met him through one other show that I was watching, which was a uh, rate my rate my song kind of a okay show, right? Gotcha. So I found him there, his music. Mm-hmm. I told him what I'm doing. He DM me, and he was like, "All right, bet I'll bring over." Six to eight people to come peep out my song. Okay. Exactly what he did. He came in the building with six to eight people. That's And they went crazy, liking, spamming the web, putting in, play Pete Moolah, play Pete Moolah, play Pete Moolah. And then when I got it wrong, he was like, no, not that song, this song. Like, so it was dope because I'm like, that's what happens. That's what you're supposed to do. So when we're supporting these artists, like um, anybody that's local, I expect now the expectation is for you to be in the building with us while I'm playing your song. You spam in the the comment section and you bring in four or five other people with you. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the same expectation now that you have your visual and you live that you need to have the same. Like so, whoever's in the building, you bring three or four more other people and you spam that comment yeah. section. Yeah, because my goal here now, since I'm. Re- Recorded in my roommate Alex's garage, you know, mm-hmm. aka the studio. Hey man, this being nice. This yeah. nice. <laughs> nice. So my so, thing is, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna have like maybe like three people. There's like a studio audience to get the laugh. Um, Z- I'm gonna have well Ziggy's back here, you know, but I'm gonna have like a female, a pretty female. Any ladies in Minneapolis, St. Paul, wanna come kick it at Freddy's World? You know, be behind the bar, make some cocktails, laugh, go. and come and promote and promote your platform if you if you sing. Promote it. Hell, got a got the OnlyFans. Promote your OnlyFans. We, we we salute the OnlyFans right here, baby. You know, <laughs> I mean, we talked shit about it on the first episode, called it lazy stripping, but now I'm calling it safe stripping because you can do it in the house. Hey, look, you can't catch COVID. You can't get no Corona. You ain't got nasty, sweaty hands all over you. You better get your bag, man. But here's the thing: I was listening to you guys last night. Uh, you and Mike Smooth. By the way, shout out to Mike, Mike Smooth. Shout out to Mike Smooth. Go, go watch that face-to-face. But he was saying the same thing. Um, I had to look into it because I had a conversation with my sister about it. And OnlyFans, while it when, it when it first started, it's mine and it's still in its goal is to be able to have unfiltered, unadulterated content. So whatever that may mean to you, drive home at it. But it's also a, a platform that people can have pretty pretty similar to Patreon. Yeah. So if you have fans of your show and they want more content of it yeah. that's uh, unique and special to whatever niche you have or whatever you, you do, then that's when you can give them that. So like say, for instance, if you record, say you had that two-hour live that you recorded last night. Yeah. That probably went extremely well, probably re- really funny. You, instead of posting it to everyone that could see it, you only post that to the people that are in your OnlyFans, and they yeah. pay the subscription to see that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, and I'm actually was thinking about making only friend, a fan OnlyFans for Freddy's World, you know. So for the podcast only, I won't. Sorry, I got some groupies out there now, so you ain't gonna be seeing no balls on there, you know. Look, I actually I, look, man. When this second pandemic, when the second stretch hit, I said, "Damn, man, this is this is this is hurting my LLC right now. I got to figure out a way to make some income." So I was like, OF, I, I think I'm coming for you. And we had a joke about it saying doing big nigga shit. Big I'm literally going to do big nigga shit. Yeah. Where I would eat food off my stomach. <laughs> Random times I walk into the scene just rubbing my belly. You know how many girls I didn't found out like bellies? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Hey, remember when I say coffee cake could come out of retirement, baby? <laughs> coffee cake could come back out of retirement, you know what I mean? Hey. 
We're going to have to do a little uh, uh, OF Big Man yeah, Collab. Yeah. Big, big Man Collab for the OnlyFans. <laughs> for, for the 250 and up, you know. 250 and up, you heard? I'm out. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you ain't no B. Yeah, yeah. You ain't no B O N if you. Now, if you, you, know, you was the type of niggas in the two thousand. They'll take all the three and four X T shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I'll be. Remember back then, if you trying to man. I need a three X man. These little niggas got all the three X. My nigga, if you put on a tall T and you ain't above the height of six foot, you got, we got problems. <laughs> Out here looking like Soldier Boy. Well, I know, right? Like, if you go to. <laughs> remember when Foot Locker used to have the shirts like five for 20 or whatever? They put them into the, the front. Yeah, like, you like. Stop buying my clothes. Like, God damn, these little niggas got all the three full axes, dog. And you know what's so funny now? Is the big niggas wearing skinny jeans and no, shirts I, that's too small. I, I, Why did that flip? I hate I, that I, flip. No, I, saw, I saw a nigga that had a vest on that was so tight. If I would have threw water on him, it would have choked the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit would have. <laughs> Like, it would have choked the shit out of him. I mean, I was like, this nigga's vest, like, god damn. He's so looking like, looking, if I threw water on it, it would have choked the shit out of him. This, this nigga walking around looking like a, looking like a fat-ass Pinocchio, you know? <laughs> like, like, nigga, take that tight-ass vest off. Oh, get your get your child shirt on out here. My man said the buttons screaming at each other. Look like the eyelets are yelling, like, help. Yeah. Any any big niggas out there two fifty up? Stop wearing the skinny jeans, the skinny nah. No, I get it. It's 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 fashion, but bro, if you are are big, you are not supposed to wear skinny jeans. Relaxed, fit. You can even wear straight straight legs at the most, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm my, I have a football body. I'm square. I'm big. My calves are big. My thighs are big. There's no way I have one pair of skinny jeans. And I wore them a couple times, and my buddies made fun at me. But I made it look good still, and wasn't that bad of a look. You know what I'm saying? I'm just shaking my head. My calves, like this but my calves are enormous, my G. My G. Like, it, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can, you can tiptoe to hit the same cloud with those you calves. You know I mean? <laughs> look, so ain't nobody got to worry about my leg, Dad. Ain't nobody got to worry about my leg. I just feel bad for the, like, these big-ass men wearing these skinny jeans. They have to lay on the bed and just, like, try to sleep. You got to lay down a button up. Bro, your, you any dude that got to lay down a button up their pants. <laughs> Hey, you gotta get the kids. Hey, Julia, uh, get you and your sister. Help me take these, take these, take these skinny jeans off. I'm pulling up at the scene, my guy. I, I, I have, I have seen some niggas wear some shit in the past couple months. Like I saw a dude with like a fat. I mean, I'm, I can say this coming. I saw a fat nigga wearing like a leather outfit one time. Leather, leather. get out of leather. here. Leather. He said, "I'm gonna wear the whole kind." Yeah, he had the whole. He talked. He had the shirt, the pants. <laughs> The mob, the, I think he was a roadie for Eddie Murphy's Delirious yeah, at the time, dog. With the mesh beater yeah, on. Yeah, with the like, mesh beater on, dog. Like, <laughs> looked like he was Deion, one of the Deion Sanders bodyguards oh, in the 80s, man. God. Like, this nigga had on leather. See, fashion is so amazing, man. And and that's another thing that my company uh, at, at some point will be able to do. And I always want to keep my, my brother Freddie abreast to it. Um, is that I'm gonna try to open up and get a line started for the big for the big big and tall and plus people. So there's not a lot of clothes out there yeah. that you know what I'm saying we enjoy that we like that's still streetwear that's good wear and and in the plus size right. So yes. a lot of clothes start small and go up to maybe an extra maybe a two X. Why not start at a large and go up to a four five X 
Right? So if niggas wearing mediums, I mean, point at you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't wear medium first. <laughs> <laughs> if niggas, niggas wearing smalls and mediums and larges, yeah. they're not going to be able to wear this this kind of content, or not content, but not wear this kind of clothes. Yeah. Um, but that's my, my goal within the next year or two is to, is to really get that out because plus size and big people are not being represented correctly. As we can see, um, Fashion Nova is doing a decent job, but at the end of the day, they're still having... You know, clothes that aren't meant for us. They're still yeah. skinny jeans. I'm like, dude, I, I don't wear skinny jeans. I don't mind having rips and holes in my jeans, but I at least want a relaxed fit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I want to be able to tailor fit, uh, you know, our demo to make sure that we out here looking good. Yeah, and speaking of clothes, I got a special announcement. Because some of y'all niggas, please stop wearing them suits from KG. Bruh. <laughs> That is, <laughs> if your suit still got shoulder pads in it, you need to quit, my guy. Like, look, if, if your suit has more than five buttons, no. You're not Steve Harvey. Yeah. Stop, stop. She's getting those suits from KNG, my Y'all know who y'all are. <laughs> Talk going in K. I mean, I've been to KNG before. I'm not going to lie. You go, you go in there trying to look all stylish. Yeah, I need to holler at Bo. You know, let me holler at Bo. <laughs> if you your know? suit is shiny or metallic, no. Don't wear it. You should wear no glistens inside your suit. If your suit is patent leather, <laughs> hell nah. <laughs> hell don't nah. Don't do it, man. Nah, nah. But then again, you know what? They're going to look at us like Minnesota. They don't know nothing about uh, fashion. They in the middle, of the middle of the country. And you know what? That's going to that's that's be a nigga that's got gold in his mouth and we're still wearing gators with dress socks pulled up Whoa. with some shorts. <laughs> hey, look. I'm a Detroit player, so gators all day, my guy. Give me a pair of Maury's. I'm good to go. Ooh. I'll take a pair of gators all day. See, people out here wearing these Jordans hurting their feet. Oh, and I can't. I can't even wear them. I, I wear a thirteen, and my I have no arch, so my feet are flat like Flintstone feet. Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. so Jordans, yeah, they, yeah. I, I go with the Nike waffles. Ooh, <laughs> I got a couple pairs. Yes, and I ooh one and, and a shout out to your podcast again. If you guys haven't done it. Go back and listen to the one with his homeboy Shoebox P. Yes, shout out to shout out to Shoebox P and Rashad. They got a podcast yeah. off called Shoebox Stories. If I mispronounce it, I'm sorry, but I love you guys and I'm proud of the business that you guys are doing, man. Salute you. Shout out to them. But no, they you were talking about um, gosh the okay. So I'm gonna bring in kind of two stories to this one. But you guys were talking about. The Deion Sanders. Yes. And I came up with, and I was thinking about the Ken Griffey's. And I seen a post. They said, which one would you take? The Deion Sanders or the Ken Griffey's? I'm going with the Deion's, man. Really? I no. love the Deion. The Deion, because he was, he, was he was one of my favorite players in the NFL. And I just remember getting those shoes, man. And I just thought, I, I thought I was a pimp. I, thought, I, I was like, I'm going to have like eight bitches in junior high at the lunch table. <laughs> I got, I got the Dion's on. Showtime, yeah. man. Showtime, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in between both, you know. Like, yeah. But if I had to choose, I'd probably choose, choose Griffey. That's it. Okay. Griffey's all day. Okay. With the Dion, like the Diamond Turns, you can mix them with anything. Griffey's are just, just nostalgic. It's a nostalgic yeah. factor of moan. Yeah. So I, I just love shoes. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, so yeah, like I said, I got a couple pairs of Nike waffles, and I wear like the Air Max 90s, you yeah. know? Yeah. We, see, so, so, and that was another reason why I brought this up. Because since you talked about that on that show, I didn't already went out and acquired probably two or three pair uh, Air Max 1s. Yeah. Uh, Air Max 95s. Like, I now, my like, man, these motherfuckers are amazing. Air, Air, Max, Air Max are comfortable as fuck. They're, they're fat people friendly shoes. That's it. But my go-to, my always go-to, and it's a fat people friendly shoe, is a New Balance. My New Balance oh. game is ridiculous. My, my 574 game is just... 
disrespectful. I'll put it that way. Yeah, I never, I never tried to wear oh, a pair of New Balance. I got to try them out, man. man. I'm, I'm still with like the Nikes, and I wear, I wear um, Chucks a lot too because my God, feet are flexed. I can never see my. So you got the problem with your foot being wide. Yeah, mine's wide and long. I wear 15. So it's hard. It's hard for me to find a Chuck. I want a pair of Chucks. You kick a nigga in his balls, it's gonna be up in the stroke. You hear me? You hear me? I'm a part of his anatomy at this man. point, my guy. But it's hard as hell to find a pair of shoes. Uh, that's why, you know, I, I stick to those New Balance because mm-hmm. I can find them in my size. I can find them in all flavors. Um, and I find some Jordans that I mess with, and there's literally only like three of them. Uh, and I think it's 9 to 11 that I only mess with. Yeah. Man, so boy, you wear a 15. That had to be hard for you because your mom, because my mom used to get me and my brother shoes from Payless with the Pro Wings. <laughs> The pro wings, man. My mom tried to try me and with that, and we had a fight. Because here's what happened with me: I did, I, I had a growth spurt in my tenth grade year, mm-hmm. so I was always short and, and chubby. And then my my foot matched the age that I was always in. So if I was nine, I wore a size nine, yeah. 10, 10, 11, 11, 12, 12. So the older I got, my foot got bigger. And my mom was like, "I can't support, I can't support this no more." Because I always wanted Nikes, like yeah. Give me air, like, can I please have some Air Force Ones? That's what I want. But after I say, by the time I turned 11 or 12, mm-hmm. I, was, I was working. So, independent, out there raking leaves, shoveling snow. What the kids don't do nowadays. What the kids don't do nowadays. I'm talking walking the east. I actually, actually, I live in Apple Valley, and I had a little kid come to my, uh, my door one day. Was like, hey, can I, can I shovel your snow or maybe rake your leaves, one of those two? And I was like, man, I almost just paid him because he was at my front door. Yeah. But I was like, no, I'm going to do it because I have to do my neighbor. My neighbor is 97. Yeah. She's old, so I do her, her yard as well. But I was like, ah, I'm not going to do it. But then I felt good about it. The only part I didn't feel good about it is he didn't look like us. Yeah. So I was like, man, you just doing this to... I, I came up with other reasons. I, <laughs> I had to stop myself and just really sit back and go, man, that was a 12-year-old out here trying to cut grass for, you know what I'm saying, make some money for himself. Yeah, you know, that little man shine like I that? did. I almost did. Yeah. Just because he didn't look like us, man. Man. He got it anyway. A little kid like that living in Apple Valley, he got it. He oh, yeah. Good. I mean. He got it. He good. Yeah, yeah. Like I said. <laughs> His mama was driving in the Yukon right behind us. He was down. He good. Man, I mean, that's what's wrong with kids. Like I said, going back to what we piggyback, what we already talked about, like some of these kids don't have no hustle, man. They no don't. hustle. No drive. Like no, no, everything is supposed to be given to them, right? Like that's not fair. It's not, man. Like you gotta, you gotta earn it. You gotta get a, you gotta bust your ass, kids. Yeah, you hear me. And plus, nowadays parents want to be friends with the kids. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. One more time. No, I will not be your friend. I will like you. I will love you. We will kid. We will joke. We will have fun. But at the end of the day, we are not friends. You're not gonna talk to me like your friend. You're not go- no. I'm your parent, player. Yes. Simple as that. Some people might see that wrong, but no. Now, one thing that a friend will have that it would be hard for a parent not to have uh, is that sometimes the kid might not want to, or the child might not want to come to the parent with certain dialogue. So they'll tell their friends, mm-hmm. cool, but then that's where you lost the respect at, right? You're supposed to do that when they're a, very, a, a baby, yeah. a kid. Like, no matter what the instance is, if you're going to get in trouble or not, you talk to me about everything. Yeah, that's how my mom was. Right. You talk, like, I always say this. You not talking to me will get you in trouble. 
You know what I'm saying? Agreed. Like, you need to talk to me, and we can work this out. I'm not going to always yell at you. Like, no, that's, that don't make no sense. But being a friend, nah. Now, I know it's hard for a parent that's a single parent, so it's kind of hard to be the bad parent all the time. Like, I get it. Well, I my sorry to cut you off. It's like it, my thing. Like some of these parents are getting younger and younger. I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. like I said, my mom was was a single parent, but she had no problem put her foot in me and my brother's ass. This woman got two African Americans males out of Gary, Indiana, to move to Minnesota to have a better life. That's huge. And I'm sorry, some Gary of Gary ain't no hoe back in the nineties. No. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I'm sorry, some of some of these parents, black and white, they don't they don't do that. Mm-mm. Like, the kids are just so disrespectful, and they don't spend time with the kid. They want to just put a tablet into the kid's no, face. Man. You got to talk to them, man. But this is coming from a guy that's a sexy 41 with no kids. No kids. Now. Yes. Now. Uh, <laughs> a vibrant 36-year-old with three girls, yeah. three kids, I can tell you that it, is, it isn't easy. You don't get it right all the time. You, you fail. I fail. Not you. Anybody else going to speak about me. I fail a lot. But I also humble myself to tell my children, you know, I'm human. I mess up. I might have not done that right. I, you're Like, I'm not wrong for disciplining you. I'm wrong in how I handled it. You yep. know what I'm saying? I can't teach you to not yell and fight at someone or hit someone or mm-hmm. throw something when you're mad. And then I go around and do the same thing. Yep. So I apologize for using that, that tone. But you're still in trouble for what you've done. Like, we have that conversation still. But the sh- it, it is extremely hard. There's no rule books. There's no mm-hmm. real way to do it. You connect with them how you connect with them. But at the end of the day, your parental advisor, your your parental duty is to be a parent, not a friend. You never drop your parental guard to comfort their liking. Like they're not really. They're meant to love you. They're sometimes not meant to like you at all. Like, yeah, my mom said the one thing my mom always said to me. She's like, I could be, I'll be your friend when you move out of my house. <laughs> you have, that makes a per, that makes a prime example. Like, like now that I'm an adult and I have my own children, I have a different relationship with my mother than I had when I didn't have children and I was live right living under her roof, or even when I wasn't living under her roof mm-hmm. and I was just single out here uh, with no children. I have now a different relationship with her because I understand what it is to be a parent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That shit ain't easy. Not even but it's so, rewarding. Very rewarding. So we salute all the parents out there that are doing the damn thing, you know? That's right. The moms and the dads, you know, because I feel like dads don't get enough credit. Not at all, man. Not at all, you man. You had a, uh, a homeboy, I think it was to finish out your... I say, I, I look, I listened to his, his podcast. Y'all need, y'all need to listen to. Yes. I think it was uh, the one to kick off this week. This, yeah. The season two. Yeah, Ian. Well, has, shout out to Ian, shout baby. Out. He's a, he's a single parent. He has some gems to yeah. drop, too. And and being a single parent isn't always left on the mom. It is sometimes left on the dad and or even if they're in just a bad relationship. And, you know, shout out to the guys that are really doing it. That yes. are really being a part of their children's life. Like, shout out to you guys. Yes. Like, you're not going unseen. I see you. And, and it, it takes a lot to be able to raise a child uh, in today's time. With so much things backed against you. So if you are a male of my complexion and you're taking care of your due diligence with your children, salute to you, my yes. kids. Yes, like I said, dads don't get enough credit. I mean, we got all these songs from Mama, Love My Mama. Dad song, Papa was a Rolling Stone. <laughs> Wherever he laid his hat was, was his home. home. And when he died. <laughs> 
All man. he left was was alone. That's a hell of a verse, my man. Guy. When he man. died, all he left us was alone. <laughs> like, like he left us alone, or he, he left, left us by ourselves. ourselves. Which man. one? Man. Damn. Leave me alone, Nick. Speaking, speaking of that, I was watching the Temptation movie wow. not too long ago. And, I love that movie. Man, shout out to Leon because he killed it as David Ruffin, man. Man, that movie is He amazing. killed it. Nobody came to see you, Otis. No, and no. I always laughed. What did my man say? He said, I still got it. Look, look here. Dang. <laughs> he said, dang. Nights like this. I, I wish <laughs> that rain. <laughs> I still got it. So, still got it, baby. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap the podcast up. I think you see, you still want to stream a little bit more. Yeah, on the YouTube move, channel? man. We doing it. We got a little All time. Right. Okay, so we about to wrap the podcast. Um, any shout outs you want to give out real quick? Uh, yes, 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 yes. You go, you go ahead. You want to go? You go first. All right, man. I want to give a big, big shout out to my guy Sky over at Skyward Productions. Uh, they've been rapping with us, uh, uh, rolling with us for a while. He kind of gave me the inspiration to keep doing what I'm doing. But also, is is a beacon for the music that I get as well, and then kind of drive home that. But also, big shout out to C4 the Bad Wolf. Sorry you couldn't be a part of this, man. We will love you uh, on here next time. Uh, yes. that's our other host uh, with the Biggie and Ziggy Music Cafe, man. Shout out to everybody that's just been supporting us, sharing all of our content when they get a chance to, but also coming across it and enjoying the content as well, man. So, none but pure love, and we appreciate that. What about you, Ziggy? Give you a shout-out real quick. Uh, same shout-outs. Uh, also, shout-out Tip. Mm-hmm. Shout-out Brother Tip. Like, he was one of the other original, original uh, hosts. And, uh, yeah, we love and miss you, bro. Um, shout-out to Chris. My cousin Chris, man. Big shout-out yeah, to big Chris, shout man. Out. Romeo, what up, though? What up? Give her a shout-out. Shout-out to uh, everyone, everybody that's here that just tuned in. Yeah. Like, shoot, and, uh, shout-out to you, Freddie. Thank you. Always. I'm always, especially with this guy, because he was my first guest. He's the one that kind of gave me confidence to do the podcast. So always got love for Big J right here. And we haven't planned it yet, but we got a new YouTube thing we talking about doing called Brothers Lane. So I'm ready for that We'll, one, we'll work out the details for that. So, but, um. Yeah, and I just want to say this show is dedicated to Tiny Zeus Lester, Man, a.k.a. Debo. Rest That's in peace. That's my bike pump. Rest in peace. And always, just shout out everybody doing something positive. And like I said, the podcast is going to end, but we're just going to keep going on the um, YouTube live for a little sure. bit longer, hey, you know? Before we end out, man, uh, once again, guys, make sure you follow us on all platforms. It's BZ. MC 2020 that's IG that's Twitter and you can find us on Facebook at Biggie and Ziggy Music Cafe uh, go ahead and like it share it comment be a part of the game we are we are recording the hashtag vibe game yeah, vibe game yeah. vibe game and thank you guys for tuning in to Freddy's World thank you for everybody for subscribing thank you for making my YouTube channel the first episode great I appreciate everybody that tuned in and it's only up from here and just remember, we're all humans and not animals. That's right. And I'll leave it at that. Podcast is over, but we're still going to do a little bit of the YouTube for a couple more minutes. Then, yeah, bonus content, tune in the YouTube channel. That's right. And we out, bitches.